What is up, everybody? Jason here with the Salty Dogs Podcast, and I just want to welcome you to our bonus episode. This episode is an addition to Season 3, Episode 1, on the topic of depression, authenticity, and vulnerability. Me and Chris got to jump onto a Zoom call, so we did record over the internet. You can tell that we recorded over the internet, but we got to have a conversation with a guy named Pete McAllen, who is with Pyramid Park. He's a singer-songwriter, and he has an album out called Vulnerability, and you can check that out on iTunes, and you can check it out on Spotify, or head over to pyramidpark.net, and you can pick up a CD or a vinyl uh, from his website. And so uh, we thought this would be really great content, bonus content, talking about the topic of vulnerability with a guy who wrote a song called Vulnerability on an album called Vulnerability. Really amazing lyrics, really amazing singer-songwriter based in the UK. He's in Cambridge, and so we jumped on an internet call with him and talked all about his music, some of his inspiration, uh, you know, what the Lord was doing in him when he was writing these songs. And again, we hope that this is a great follow-up bonus episode that just kind of helps you continue to have your mind set on the topic of vulnerability and just being open and honest and uh, not not just with people around you, but also with uh, the Lord in your relationship with him. And so we hope you guys enjoy this uh, bonus content. And then after the interview, we're actually going to play the track vulnerability for you guys to listen to as well. There's going to be some links in the show notes to uh, Pete McAllen's uh, Pyramid Park's website and uh, we really just encourage you to go check go check that out and we hope you are blessed by this bonus episode peace out welcome everybody this is a very special episode of the salty dogs podcast this is some bonus content for you and i'm your host or one of your hosts jason and then we've got chris cerna how's it going chris it's going good, man. This is podcast number two for me today. Oh, it's yeah. Probably, what number is it for you? I think you did another. This is actually number three for me today. I've been at it. So. You're a bad man. <laughs> I know. So, uh, obviously, Casey's out for this, too, but not a problem. Casey will be back here soon. Uh, what makes this episode special to us is uh, we have – actually, we have our first uh, interview that is a call-in. It's not actually a call-in. We're kind of – we're on a Zoom conference call, um, but we have Pete McAllen with – Pyramid Park, all the way from uh, Cambridge, United Kingdom. Hey, how are you? Thanks so much for having me on here. Yeah, it's it's great. I'm super excited about this. So let me give just a little bit of a backstory about uh, why we're doing this interview and uh, what that's going to lead into. So uh, Pete McAllen, he is he is Pyramid Park. Uh, he's a singer songwriter, Christian singer songwriter uh, in the UK, and uh, he has an album called Vulnerability. And uh, and specifically the title song, then Vulnerability, uh, is, it's it's an amazing song, an amazing album. I'm a super fan. Um, fanboy. <laughs> I, I know I'm a fanboy. Uh, I mean, I just have to say it. Like I, I do. I love the music. Like I don't know any way other way to put it. Um, but so, season three, episode one of the Salty Dogs podcast was on the topic of depression, vulnerability and honesty and so we had our guest matt brown if you haven't listened to that be sure and go back and listen uh to episode one of season three uh but great, we, super great and vulnerable episode i mean it, he was very vulnerable yeah absolutely and so really that's why 
uh, I thought of this song and I thought of uh, Pete with Pyramid Park. And I said, hey, man, would you be willing? Reached out to him through email. Uh, he's really responsive, really open to, you know, responding to people. And he's like, yeah, I'd love to be on. So uh, really the purpose of this is uh, to talk to Pete about his his album vulnerability, uh, the song specifically vulnerability. We're going to dive into a couple of the lyrics and we just really want to hear kind of the story um, from him why he felt like this was an important thing, an important topic, really, to write a song about. And uh, and so that'll tie into the importance of vulnerability. And uh, you guys will hear this song. Um, also, he's going to allow us to to play his song. And so uh, I think it's some great additional uh, content and conversation surrounding that topic of vulnerability. Uh, always need to hammer down on that. And so, again, Pete, so awesome to have you. And I'll just have you start off by telling us a little bit about uh, who you are, where you're from, and what you do. And then uh, we'll talk about your album, Vulnerability, and kind of uh, what led you to go ahead and produce the music that you're producing. So, Sure. Well, thanks so much for having me on the show. And um, it's a real honor. Um, so as you can tell, I'm from the UK. And my English accent kind of gives me away, doesn't it? And um, I love it. Yeah, thank you. So yeah, I'm based in a place called Cambridge, which is well known for its university. Um, and there's a lot of students that live here all through the year. Um, and I have been writing songs for probably, well, over 10 years. Wow. How old are you? I'm now 35. You wouldn't believe it. I look 35. Young. Yeah, you look like 22, man. I just turned 35 <laughs> like a, a week ago. So I hate telling people my age, but I'm not going to lie. Um, yeah. So and I used to work um, for seven years. I worked as a worship pastor in a church locally in oh, Cambridge, wow, cool. which was really awesome. Loved working there, and so. About two years ago, I was sensing a prompt to step out and do music full time. And I'd been writing songs for years and it's part of my journey as a musician. You know, you just write, write, write. Um, but I felt I needed to give it one big push to do this full time. So we stepped out, we took the risk. Um, no record label, uh, no kind of support network for it, just stepping out and starting. So um, that is where I'm from. So I have a little studio in my garage at, at home, nice. which we converted a little while ago. So that's my writing room and my merch room and my, you know, everything else that I need for running effectively a small record label. It's your home base, right? It's your. It's, it's my your, home base. So that's me in a nutshell. I'm married to Lizzie. I've got a little daughter called Lilia, who's two years old, and she loves music as well. And she will sing and sing and sing nonstop stop at the moment yeah well she's she's learning from dad that's for sure Absolutely. yeah that's cool that's cool we all have young daughters i have a, a two and a half year old daughter her name is ilana and we call oh, her Illy. Illy. And, and christopher has everly and how old is she same age she, right she's two yeah she's two and a half they're two weeks apart our uh, our daughters and so her name's everly and we call her ellie so there's ellie and illy and their cousins so that's kind of fun if, if yeah. my little girl came along it'd be lily so there we go Family, you got your home base, you're doing your music. Tell us a little bit about your album, uh, Vulnerability, just kind of where that came from. So Vulnerability was, it took a long, long time to kind of come to fruition, I guess. And the core theme of Vulnerability started really with that song. There was um, one track on the album, which was an older song, which didn't make it on another project called The Voice, which is the final track. It's quite big. It gets into this big builder, long track. 
Um, but other than that, all the, the other songs were really quite fresh and in this whole theme of vulnerability. And I remember I was trying to write for this record and we've got in our lounge a little piano where I sit and sometimes play it. And I can't really play piano. But I remember just like sitting there and plonking around on a few chords and I was really frustrated. I was frustrated with A, not being able to write and knowing that it was time to release something else um, and that it was important to do that. B, that I was just maxed out in every way um, in my life. I was, my job was hectic uh, and I was feeling drained and tired and that was having an effect on my emotions and my mental state. And so when I was sitting there at the piano, I was just like, God, I'm so frustrated and so tired and so kind of weak. I feel weak. And um, so I sat there and just played and played and played and played. Um, And during that time, I just tried to pour out my heart to God. And I always find with worship, the best, personally for me, the best thing I can do, especially when I was working as a worship pastor is just like my personal worship times need to just be raw and um, unhinged almost, you know, and probably very similar to David in the Psalms. Sure. And I think, I think for me, that is where I know there's something about worship for me that it's great. I can connect in church in all sorts of ways, whether it's through liturgy or whether it's through, you know, the lights, the smoke and everything else. But um, there is a moment where you have to pour out of your heart where it, it hurts or it costs you or you you have to push through a barrier. And um, for me, I was in that place of having to push through and I knew it. So I just went went there and out of it came, calmed down and it just came into this chorus of vulnerability my life, lay it down in vulnerability. I prize vulnerability. I prize vulnerability with you. And I just sang it over and over and over again. And within probably two hours, most of the song was written um, out of that place of just raw worship. That's awesome. I just got goosebumps and I don't think it's because yeah, I'm so, cold. So did I. <laughs> For real, it's, it's, yeah, it's yeah, powerful, man. It's, it's really powerful just to, I mean, you hear the song and you read the lyrics, but to just hear where it comes from. Um, and, and honestly, see, here's, here's what I think is very significant about you telling us about that is, yeah, I think as a, as a songwriter, there are times where you got your pen and your pad and you sit down and you say, I'm going to write 30 minutes a day and I'm going to, you know, try and create something. But when something is just birthed out of that place of authenticity and vulnerability, you know, it's, it's a, it, it carries a different kind of weight to it. You know what I mean? Rather than trying to sit down and like produce this thing that you hope is going to be a hit or people will resonate with, you're just being honest and real with the Lord and and really amazing things come out of those places. It's really powerful. Yeah. And I think over the years, I've realized as a worship leader, good worship leaders are good because they know what it's like to worship in pain, not through pain, not trying to fake, oh, I've had a bad week, so I'm, I'm going to, you know. When you have walked through pain in your life and you really have, I don't know, there's something about pain that produces incredible worship because, yeah. I, I when Again, when I worked for church, I used to, there was a girl who was leading one week and she had 
had a really tough few things happen to her and we were chatting before we went on stage and she was like you know I, I know I've got to just worship um through it and I'm like no you don't that's the whole thing please don't worship through it yeah. worship in it and allow that pain that's so powerful to affect your worship in a way that it could nothing else could affect your worship in that moment and that is a pure offering to God and there will be someone else in the room who will be in the pain that you are feeling and because you are leading in from that place of pain right now, they will be ministered to in a different way than if right. you just try to push through and ignore the pain. Did, did you ever have the opportunity as a worship leader to like start with that, like what you just said? Were you ever able to communicate that to the people who were in the room? Not as detailed as I just said now, but I've always yeah. tried to kind of say to people, come on, wherever you're at, yeah, this yeah. is a place to connect with God. Because I think something like that would crack a service wide open. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and and those that phrase "don't worship through it." I wrote it down. It's it's powerful. Don't worship through it. Worship in it. I mean, I think if we could all posture ourselves in that way, it would be a game changer for so many of us. I'm curious to know: Do you feel like many musicians find it hard to be vulnerable? in their music as opposed to let me write something that's going to be entertaining or catchy or easily, easily marketable. Uh, obviously like all those things go through your head. I'd be lying if I said, Oh, you know, I just <laughs> want to write from the heart all the time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I would say it's, it's tricky to say cause you can't really judge the pe people's motives, but there are writers who will write for a market without a doubt. And, you know, fair enough, that's what they're meant to do. Where I sit personally, and it's probably all I can really speak about, is I course, feel yeah. I am best when I'm writing from the heart. And, yeah, so with an album project, if I've got seven songs that are downers, you kind of need a few that are going to lift the album a bit. So <laughs> yeah, I would yeah, write with a bit more yeah. purpose, get a co-writer in and be like, okay, this is what I want to write about. Can you help me a bit? Um, yeah. you could always the, just yeah. do a you could always just do a cover of if you're happy and you know it clap your hands you know what's really interesting is I, I resonate a lot with that I mean even as a as a pastor and somebody who teaches on stage you know uh, when you go into it and you're like okay what do people need to hear versus okay god how are you breaking me right now what are yeah. you teaching me I mean there's some raw vulnerability that comes with that in and people can feel that and they can connect with that. <clears throat> and it's a game changer, I think. And people really, I think, respect and appreciate that vulnerability aspect, not only from just pastors, but musicians. I mean, it is an art form. There are so many musicians who are pastoring people with the words that they say, you know, one, two, one time a day, two time a day. Sometimes people listen to a song over and over again because those words are just resonating from their heart. Mm, absolutely and I think um, you know when something is going to connect because you're trying a formula uh, you know I could lead worship or lead a crowd even if it wasn't worship I, I know techniques to help make people do something that I want them to do but yeah that's there's something that it's like well why would I do that because is this really gonna be a benefit long term or is this just to give people a good feeling for 20 minutes or whatever and I yeah I totally agree with you that's awesome I it, it's so it's so amazing to hear the story behind it I want to 
I want to just uh, I want to focus on one of your lyrics for just sure. a moment. So you you quoted it, um, but you say I prize vulnerability. I prize vulnerability with you. Um, help us understand then just the importance of vulnerability with God. Like, you know, how, how is that? Um, how have you seen that just be a benefit for you? And how do you think vulnerability with God benefits everyone else? You know? Yeah. Well, for me, I think relationship with God is, is number one um, in my life and something that when I know it's not there or I'm struggling to find the space for it, I know something's missing in my life. Um, I've always, I watch, I grew up watching my mum pray at home and she would close the door and be like, don't disturb me, I'm praying. And, um, you know, that was kind of cool. And one day when I was 14, I, I asked her about it. I was like, what, what do you do in there? <laughs> you know, what happens when you go in that room? And yeah, that was really modeled to me. And I feel personally she just encouraged me to connect with God in my own way. And so obviously we know ways, but I, I feel for me when I really worship in that space through often singing, um, that's where I connect the most with the presence of God and I can sense his presence. And I know I'm confident to hear his voice out of worship. Uh, I know I'm more likely to get it right in terms of tuning into what he's saying once I've worshipped than if I just go in and say, God, speak to me and just be still for 10 minutes, you know. Um, and so prizing vulnerability for me is those times are my most precious times of worship in my life. Yes, there have been some amazing times in churches. Yes, there have been some amazing times from the stage. And they're all incredible things that you lock in your mind as kind of key pivotal moments in your life of, you know, encountering God. But the real times where I can truly be 100% me with God are those times on my own and I can really pour out my heart and I can really give myself to God in a way that is costly but also um, pure I think and true to who I am and I know that he accepts me and he loves me and he wants the best for me and even if what I'm singing or saying is is not right, you know, uh, I say I need to forgive someone. And I'm just like, God, I feel so angry about this or whatever, that there is something about that purity of realness because God knows anyway, right? So he knows right. how I feel regardless. But me being able to express that and pour out my heart to him brings some freedom, I think, to me, and which allows my heart to access and listen to his voice again. So that for I, me I is think, that prizing of vulnerability. Yeah, I think you hit on it. Um when you said that you know that he's going to accept you. Like, I think that's such an important thing in, in vulnerability is going to God and just laying it all on the table, laying your heart bare before him. And then knowing that when he sees um, it, like your lyrics says, you view the depths within my mind, like as deep as he can see within you, the brokenness, even the sin or the pain, the hurt or whatever it may be that's in you, even when you lay that down before him, He's not going to reject you. He's still going to love you and accept you in that place. So knowing that you can be vulnerable with him and because he's so wonderful, you know? And that's track record of relationship with him. You know, when you, when you've built time with him um, over the years, I think, you know, well, God, I know this area of my life is needing some work (laughs) or a complete overhaul, but 
I still know the track record of spending time with you. I know your presence. And I hunger for that. And when I don't sense that, I want it. And I want to be right with you, even though I'm maybe missing it here or there, you know? Chris? Yeah, yeah I was going to say, Pete, I, I think it's beautiful that you know the way that you connect with God. You know, if you were to go and sit down and, and I, I don't know, maybe I know that there are people who, when they get in the scriptures, they really feel like that is the area when they connect with God. For me, I know personally, when I get out in nature and I can just marvel and create, if I just go to the park and if I just get 30 minutes to sit to myself, I will feel so refreshed and can, and feel like I can be vulnerable in that state. And I think it's important for listeners to, to find out how you can connect with God, because like any relationship, we all connect with him differently. Um, I want to reference a book that I would encourage if you're someone that doesn't has yet to kind of find that area, how you can connect with God. There's a book called sacred pathways and it outlines one, two, three, four, five, six, I think eight different ways that people um, are likely to connect with God. And we can link that in the show notes, but, but, I, I mean, I think vulnerability starts with figuring out how you connect with God and then you going back to that same thing over and over and over again. Totally. And and you find like, you know, obviously solitude and silence, reading the scriptures, worship, all these things are really prayer are vital. But you do know your one thing that is your trigger almost to yeah. reconnection. And I, th- I think once you know that that does bring, you can go back to that place again and refresh and be like, okay, I remember, I remember you, Lord, I remember. It's even, it's almost like a deeper sense of intimacy, you know, how some couples, couples, they have a song like, oh, that was our song and, and we danced that or whatever. It's almost like this is our song, God, and it may not be a song, but this yeah. is our track to intimacy and it's, it's beautiful. Totally. That's awesome. Yeah, that's amazing. I want to ask you real quick about this one specific lyric. And Chris, if you have any questions about lyrics, be sure and uh, bring them up. But uh, verse two here, just the last line, internally aligning body, spirit, soul. Uh, Just recently, I don't know, maybe within the past year and a half, two years, we, uh, me and Chris in, in our walks, along with some other people really started studying that idea of the, the tripart man, right? We're body, spirit, and soul. And uh, I just, when I heard that lyric, it it just really resonated because I feel like there's something to that and there's some importance. And so uh, maybe just talk about that lyric for you and how that came out. Yeah. I mean, it's somewhere in Thessalonians. I don't know which one it is, but where Paul is talking about the triune being um, that's where that's kind of referenced from. And it's, you know, I know that when my spirit is alive, it affects the way that I see myself in my soul, in my thinking, in my emotions, my feelings. Um, and your soul is such a precious place that I think, you know, we're, we are learning in the church very much. And I'm very much still learning this, but that our soul really does tell us a lot about ourselves. Um, but we also need to guard it and protect it and watch it carefully. And I believe that some of the things that we speak over ourselves and, you know, from our feelings can affect positively or negatively our bodies. Um, you know, absolutely. And to really be aware of that and be like, okay, I need to speak truth 
not how I feel in this moment over my my physical body. Um, things that I'm particularly, as a musician, concerned about is my hearing. So I want to speak life over my ears, and you know, and I, so sometimes I'll, I'll say confession over, like, blessed are my ears for they hear, you know. And <laughs> I know it sounds really silly, but I'm I'm aware. No, no, not at all. The impact. Not at all. Of well, I'm, we're right there with you, man. My words. To, to my hearing, you know, and all these other areas of life as well. Um, so, yeah, spirit is always alive to God, and I want to be living in the spirit and not in the flesh. But how do I keep feeding my spirit by making sure my soul is alive to God and and ready to be corrected to be in line with God and how my body will come into line with what I speak and think over myself and sing over myself. So, um, yeah, I'm even like, I don't want to get overly like super religious over this, but I find certain things that I listen to musically because I find music affects me in such a wonderful way. If I listen to something dark for too long, even if it's wonderful music, I will have to switch off for a while because I just need to be looking after that aspect of my soul and keeping it pure. Um, for other people, it, it won't impact them at all. But for me personally, I find that I have to really watch that kind of thing. And, and often I'll just put on something again. Um, my favourite Bethel album at the moment is the Moments album. I don't know whether you've heard it, but um, the first track on that just completely dials me back into the presence of God. Um, nice. So that's kind of what I'm talking about in that Body, Spirit, Soul lyric. No, it's you, you make a great point because um, we our thoughts can have physiological effects on us. And just think about anger. If you've ever been so angry that you, you, you're shaking or you've been upset and so you weep, I mean, those emotions and feelings do have a um, some sort of effect on your, on your body. And so, yeah, that whole aligning body, spirit, soul, well, we've talked about in the past, like, you know, the spirit rules, the, the spirit in us can um affect our our soul and then in turn affect our body and so making sure that you're getting those things in order i mean it's it's such a big deal um and then with music affecting you i think we all know we don't ever talk about it in these terms but music has frequency and frequency affects us if you've ever heard a high-pitched tune it's like uh, it makes you makes you twitch or if you've ever seen a uh kind of a, you know a horror film a scary movie and it's you know this room and they have that deep you know that bass line and you're like something bad's gonna happen that frequency it it affects you and so i totally agree um with with yeah the way the music makes you feel and that kind of stuff yeah um i i want to talk real quick uh just about one another one of your songs uh it's probably my favorite song on the album it's caught in the depths huh. And uh, it, it's just such a wonderful song. I've, I've shared it with people and just specifically the lyrics. I think I emailed you one day and um, it, uh, it talks about, um, oh gosh, I just had it in my head and I forgot it. Where, uh, deep, where deep calls out to deep. Yeah. And it just that it, it, it's such an, a, it's such a powerful thing because, you know, I just imagine, you know, there's places that we get in worship and even in vulnerability, and there's just something in you that's longing out for the deeper things of God. You're saying, I've I've tasted and I've seen, but I want to go deeper and I want more. And so it's that place in you that's longing for more of God and he's longing for you. So it's really this, a reciprocal thing 
the kind of just this like i think of uh it's kind of a weird thing but i think of um like whales and how they call out to each other like yeah. in water and it's just this it's this frequency that goes and it travels long distances to connect you with those that are like you and it's coming from us wanting to connect to the father you know i can hear oh, you. okay he's back yeah sorry i don't know what happened there there nope totally fine whales you're he was whales. just he was just expressing his love for your music in Wales <laughs> and all sorts of things. <laughs> you know, I pulled up the lyrics and I'm as as I'm looking to this this next song, uh, "Caught in the Depths," and um, I listened to the last song, "Vulnerability," a couple times through, and and after reading both sets of lyrics, I mean, I'm I'm excited. I feel like I'm going to become a fan of yours. I I really like. I mean, I haven't even heard the music yet, but just reading your lyrics they're so deep and not only deep but purposeful and i mean full of character and personality and emotion and i'm excited to check it out thank you well it's interesting we caught in the depths because that song was written i would say that's the sister song of vulnerability um so where the way that the album was kind of shaped was other than the voice vulnerability and caught in the depths were the cornerstone songs of the album and we wrestled in the studio about where they would sit in the album because they're quite similar in feel, in language, in where we're trying to take people um, with the songs. So we had to separate them on the album. And I always felt Caught in the Depths is the one song that not many people really connect, know about. Um, huh. So I'm really, really stoked that you love it. Um, I do. I do. There's the, the, the one lyric and this was the other one. Or it's it's your bridge and it mount uh, take me higher wilder to the mountaintop where the heavens touch the earth and just that that whole um, you know that whole idea of heaven meeting earth you know Jesus said this is how you should pray and that you know that the will of the Father is done on earth as it is in heaven and you're you're saying I want the world to collide like take me to that place where I can get as close to you as possible where you're breaking into my into my world it's it's wonderful. Yeah. And I think like, um, what's the line I'm trying to remember now? Because um, I should know my songs completely off by heart, shouldn't I? <laughs> you can um, Google your own lyrics. Yeah, I know. That'd be awful, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, turning from all that I've grown, that's the line. And I remember writing that, turning from all that I've grown. And I had another lyric in line and it kind of happened by mistake as I was playing again. And I was like, oh, yeah, that sums up pretty much where I'm at because where I was at writing that was, am I prepared to leave my job, my comfort, my... I love my worship team. I love... I'm still part of the church, still part of the worship team. But, you know, I love all of that. And am I prepared to turn from everything that I've built and grown in this for the last six and a half years? Um, And the answer was yes. And obviously I did. But for me, that was a massive sacrifice moment of worship. And yeah, okay, I've got to really mean this stuff and not just sing it, you know? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, man, I've, it, it's been great. Uh, Chris, do you have any other questions before we kind of wrap it up? Yeah, I mean, this one is less about you and just more of a personal interest. But have you ever heard of a, he's a solo artist. He, he calls himself sleeping at last have you ever heard of him i haven't no you should check him out on spotify the one now i'm basing one song that i heard (laughs) off of this but i really think you would like um his work it's it's really really thoughtful um 
So Sleeping at Last, he's got a lot of stuff. He's got a lot of instrumental stuff. If you're familiar with the Enneagram, he's written songs about the Enneagram and stuff like that. So uh, just super, super cool artist. So um, I'm looking forward to listening to your stuff. Where can where can we find you? Are, are you on Spotify? Um, yeah. Spotify, Apple Music, all the usual places. Um, subscribe to our YouTube channel as well because I do weekly vlogs which and, and some official music stuff. So please follow Spotify, subscribe, all that kind of stuff. And is all of that under just Pyramid Park? Pyramid Park, yeah. All yeah, right, so, we'll do that. So I've, I've got your website pulled up. It's pyramidpark.net. And uh, you can find out all about uh, Pete and his music. I mean, obviously on Spotify, you can listen for free. Um, you can also purchase um, CDs and, and vinyl, and he will ship to the U.S., right? Yes, he will. Yeah, he will. He's got uh, T-shirts, swag, hats. I mean, all, all sorts of fun stuff. Really cool artwork, too. Um, you know, so there you can go to pyramidpark.net slash shop and check out everything he has for sale there. I would encourage our listeners to to buy a buy a cd i mean you can get it for free but right let's support our indie artists and absolutely our, our fellow brothers in christ <laughs> um hey real quick and something i meant to ask earlier tell us what's behind the name ha, that's what everyone wants to know so of course <laughs> the honest answer is i spent three days looking for a new artist name um so i did all i did some stuff before under my own name and under some advice from people in the UK, I, it was suggested that they'd listen to the album Vulnerability. It was potentially going to be a Pete McCallan album. And um, then we just discussed um, whether there was a possibility of changing a name to create a bit more of a an experience for people live and also more of a band feel live. So, you know, when you go to a, a festival or something and it's like it used to be like pete mccallan and uh his band or, or you know it's really awkward <laughs> yeah, yeah. so like, it doesn't like, quite roll off the tongue it doesn't it's not great is it I'm like, i don't want to be called the pete mccallan band or anything like that so no offense to those who do it so it was like okay new name uh three days of searching all the names that i liked had been taken by other artists on spotify and so i was like right i need a sh something that's going to stand out from an artwork point of view. So I thought, oh, what about some shapes? You know, I like the pyramids. So I went with pyramids, the pyramids, all of those names were taken. So I ended up landed on Pyramid Park. But the whole idea is that, um, you know, I love when I was younger, someone spoke to me about, you know, if you want to draw near to someone else, you need to draw near to God together. And as you do that, you'll grow closer together in relationship. Um, right. And the whole idea of the pyramid is like, you know, we're, we're on this journey. God gives us this massive, expansive space to explore and to enjoy, which is the park thing. But there are boundaries to it. If you look at the logo, it's all about that, that square of the park and all connected yeah. to God. But God's boundaries are, are for our good and it's to draw us closer to him. Yeah. You know, I just, uh, not to make, I'm not making fun of the, the, the name, but I, no. I thought about it one day. I was like, huh, Pyramid Park. That's really interesting. Like what if they, um, what's the name commercialized the, the pyramids in Giza, you know? Yeah. And, and then it's just like, it's, they make this big, huge parking lot and it's like Disney world, but at the pyramids, it's like Pyramid Park, like, come on out, bring the family and 
check out the pyramids, you know. <laughs> maybe maybe I should start my own theme park or something. Yeah, there you go. There you go. No, it's great, man. I, I we've we've obviously expressed I've expressed my fandom. Again, I love the music. I'll keep listening to it. I'm so grateful for you sharing your story and uh man, we I'm excited about your crowdfunding uh initiative, right? Something's going to come of that. Do I need to cut this yeah. out? <laughs> no, we. I am writing at the moment, and look out for some crowdfunding, likely to be the beginning of April for a new yep. record. That's awesome, man. Awesome. Well, you've you've got my dollars. <laughs> oh, thanks so much. Yeah, for sure. Well, hey, anything you want to say to our audience? Well, if you've never heard of Pyramid Park, obviously listen, and you know, just keep pursuing that authentic walk with God. I think once you have try and spend time with him every day and try and make it a regular habit it's not re, it's not religion it's it's relationship but it's a, it takes discipline to build relationship and i just encourage you to seek god put him first and you'll be in for a wild ride for the rest of your life it's good man well again we appreciate it thank you so much and god bless you in your endeavors and i just i hope for you more of those uh, authentic vulnerable instances where some really amazing lyrics and music flows out of it and uh, people can listen and join in and uh, be a, a recipient of the gifting that the Lord's placed in you. It's great. It's a gift to the body. Thanks so much. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much. You view the depths within my mind The trails of truth I cannot hide Exclusive to you and me Eternally you solve the riddles of my heart You stabilize my wandering soul Holding the earth beneath my feet Rooted to your perfect plan Internally aligning body, spirit, soul Where could I run, 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 where? You would be with me there, there My life Lay it down in vulnerability I Prize vulnerability. I prize vulnerability with you. You're fighting for the burdened heart Washing our troubled thoughts with peace And binding up the wounded soul Entirely perfecting every single plan Where could I run, 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 where? Vulnerability 
Vulnerability with